the views and opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect the views of the Carolinas GCSA or the show sponsors. You're listening to Pulling Weeds Off Course, another installment of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association official podcast with a focus on off-course industry folks and their relationship with superintendents and the Carolinas GCSA. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Tim Krieger. Hey, and welcome back to Pulling Weeds Off Course. We've got a good episode today featuring Trent Manning, uh, the equipment manager for Ainsley Golf Club in Atlanta, and also the host of the Real Turf Techs podcast. And if you haven't listened, I suggest that you do. Uh, it's a good it's a good listen, even if you're not an equipment manager yourself. So I'm here by myself today. I'm Alan Knight, and I want to remind you that if you're going to GIS and you're a Carolinas or a Georgia chapter member, they are having a joint function on February 9th on Wednesday, uh, chapter reception at Lou and Mickey's, Fifth Avenue in San Diego. Like I said, February 9th starts at 6.30. RSVP via Tina on, at uh, her email at Georgia or give them a call at the office. You can find that on their website. Thought it'd be cool, real quick, to do some drive-by phone calls. And first one I thought we'd call would be Mike Rollins. He is the Eastern Regional Manager for SIP Grinders. And he's actually the one who linked us with Trent in the first place. So, let's give Mike a buzz. Go for D-Wayne. I was trying to reach Mike Rollins. This is Alan from Pulling Weeds. Yeah, Mike's not here right now. Hold on. Let me get away from the grind. I'm not turning this thing off. I got money to make. Hold on. Is yeah, Mike, D-Wayne, Mike's not here. D-Wayne Grinds. It is. This is D-Wayne. Who's this? This is Alan from Pulling Weeds. How are you? Big Al, what's up, man? How you doing? Not, I'm doing good, man. I was cu- trying to get a hold of Mike to talk to him about Trent. Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Hold on, man. Hold on. Linda! Linda! Yeah. Hey, Linda! How many times I got to tell you, you flip the corn dog after 45 seconds in the microwave. It gets hard on one side. No, no, Linda, I know what I'm talking about. Trust the process. All right, all right. Sorry, I'll go ahead, man. Okay, my bad, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt the corn dog. I was just trying to get hold of Mike, let him know we were talking to Trent, and he's the one who introduced us. So uh, I guess I'll just tell him to call me if you don't mind. I will, I will, yeah, I'll tell him to call you. But, hey, man, let me tell you one thing about that idiot. That okay. guy didn't know. That guy didn't know he was going bald until D-Wayne told him, hey, man, you might want to stop and think about why it's taking longer to wash your face. <laughs> uh, you're always full of wisdom, D-Wayne. Thank you. I enjoyed- no problem, man. Let, let Mike know I called if you don't mind. I'll try. We'll see. All right. <laughs> Thank All you. Right. Yeah, no problem. See you. <laughs> uh, that did not go as planned at all. So. Okay. Sorry, I'm thrown for a loop there. All right, we're going to give Matthew Wharton a call. See how things are going up in Charlotte. Hello, Al. Hello, Matthew. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, bud? I'm good. I want to warn you, you're live on Pulling Weeds right now. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, just doing a little drive-by, checking in, seeing how you're doing. Drive-by. 
<laughs> we're doing all right now. Ask me, ask me 48 hours from now, and you might get a totally different answer. I was wondering, y'all got snow or wintry mix coming, correct? They say something is coming. Uh, it seems like they're leaning more towards the sleet, freezing rain than they are the snow. Um, so, yeah, that's the way it normally is around around the Charlotte Metro. So you just kind of prepare for the worst and hope for the best and <laughs> wait till it's over and then figure out what you got to do next. Do you do y'all tarp your greens at all? No, no. Okay. No bent grass. Not worried about that. We did uh, make a. We did make a little plant protecting application today just to be, you know, better safe than sorry. And um, tomorrow we'll do a little pre-treating of our own, uh, you know, the hardscape services up and around the clubhouse and the entrance. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then cross our fingers. (laughs) Well, Tim, four, I won't keep you. Good to hear from you. Just want to check in, say hey. And uh, anything you want to say to the Pulling Weeds listeners? Anything you want to promote? You got any articles well well we're always going to promote rounds for research there you go so get your get your donations in uh the tennessee turfgrass association just had their conference last week they had a huge push and if you go on the auction website right now tennessee's in the lead because they've got the most donations so it's time all of us in north and south carolina um you know while you while you're waiting on this storm to pass through, get your donation in and let's uh, let's get back up in the in the front where we belong. Well, thank you, my man. I apologize about the dogs in the background, but uh, oh, no worries, Big Al. I love good to hear promotion. from you, my friend. And happy Friday. Hope you have a good weekend, my man. Happy Friday to you and yours, and uh, stay warm and stay safe. Sorry for the no warning. Thought it'd be fun. <laughs> it's not. I enjoyed it. Thanks right. for calling, man. Right. Thank you, my man. See you. Right. See ya. All right, let's give. Dan Francis call, see who he's up to. He's always entertaining. Hey, Kay, what's up, man? I got you on Bluetooth. Can you hear me okay? I uh, hear you good, man. You are live on Pull of Weeds. Let you know. How are you doing? I'm good, buddy. How about you, man? Good. Just don't have anybody on the opening with me, so I'm doing a few drive-by phone calls and just checking on you in Ohio, seeing how things are. Well, good, man. Good. I think we're expecting some winter, uh, winter weather this weekend. Nice. I'm glad you reached out to me. I'm glad you reached out to me. Listen, I was going to touch base with Krieger, but since I got you, and, and I know you're the man that calls all the shots for pulling weeds, um, <laughs> no. Greens Pro backed out, man. Could you sponsor my girls' softball team? You know what? I think I got Krieger beeping in right here, man. It's good talking to you, though. Uh, oh. You're breaking up, my man. Uh, uh, you got hello? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we're gone. Real quick, like. Let's give Turf Beard a call. Big Al. How are you, man? Did I catch you at a bad time? Uh, you caught me at a weird time, but uh, okay. I think I got two minutes. Uh, great. So. Two things I want to ask you. Welcome to Pulling Weeds. I don't think you've ever officially been on Pulling Weeds, have you? I have not officially ever been on, no. Well, welcome. I'm surprised by that. Uh, it's an honor. Yeah. So your beard before you went to work for Yara, was it like it was now, like it is now? Yeah. Yeah, it actually was It was longer and a lot more scraggly. 
Okay, so the Yara, in effect, has not made it grow. Not, no, they haven't made it grow, no. All right, one other thing is, and I hope I don't ruin our friendship over this, but at the Carolina show, I made a joke about you shaving your beard for donations for rounds for research. <laughs> yeah. Let's just put let's put the price out there, and there might be somebody crazy enough to do it. Is it 100000 Is it a $1 million? To, uh, so the idea is that you shave your beard and that the money raised goes to turf grass research. Could I grow it right back? Yeah, you're allowed to grow it back. I just need to know the price to publicly Oof, shave it. Oof, man. I know. Can I I'm going to set it I'm going to set it at 5 million dollars. Okay. That's fine. That's exactly we just needed a figure. And uh we All got right. it. So if there's anybody out there you can shave Turf Beard's beard for 5 million dollars. <laughs> right. We good, good luck. Good we, luck. We good on that? We're good on that. Okay. Well, thank you, man. I just had to Thanks, get that buddy. on the public record. Awesome. I hope you have a good day. You too, bud. See you, man. See ya. Bye. Well, maybe I didn't ruin our friendship on that one. Let's call and check in on Mike Rollins again. Hopefully we don't get a D-Wayne. Hello, what's up, man? Not a thing, man. We are on air pulling weeds. Just let you know. How are you? Oh, nice. I'm doing well. Let me, uh, hold on. Let me turn this grinder off so you guys can actually hear me. Hold on. Let me get this thing to finish this pass real quick. The guys listening will understand. You don't stop the stone in the middle of the reel. Hold on. Oh, you don't, huh? All right. There we go. Nope. Trent didn't cover that? Damn. He probably, man, we learned so much in this episode. It's uh, ridiculous. And I did feel he schooled us. I know there's going to be a lot of equipment managers kind of laughing at our ignorance. <laughs> but they can't, yeah. Hopefully they enjoy it. So, do you know? No, D, that's awesome, man. D Wayne answered your phone. I tried to call you earlier. Dude, my bad, man. I, Sorry. I'm. He was yelling at I'm Linda. Trying figure, I'm trying to figure out what triggers that. I don't. I don't know if it's the the Diet Mountain Dews, the Red <laughs> Bull sugar, uh, zero sugars, or if it's the Sour Patch Kids. I hope. It's not the blue Sour Patch Kids because that's my favorite. So uh, <laughs> if that's the case, uh, sorry, you guys are going to have to continue to deal with D-Wing because I'm not giving up the blue Sour Patch Kids. I hear you, man. Uh, so I think you, you're you the one who introduced us to Trent at the Carolinas show, Trent Man. Yeah, that was, a, that was a ton of fun, man. That, uh, that was my first Carolina show, and it's definitely not my last. That was a, a really great time. And, yeah. Yeah. Seeing, yeah, Trent doing his thing with Real Turf Techs and then you guys with Pulling Weeds and Krieger. I never met Krieger up until then, too, and and you. Uh, yeah. You guys are awesome. Uh, I was like, this has got to happen. We'll so, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. And th cool. Thank you for putting it together, my man. Um, of course, dude. So this is your chance to talk about the equipment managers real quick. I'm going to put you on the spot. What do you have to say to the equipment managers of the Carolinas and everywhere? Oh, man. Um, keep doing what you guys are doing, man. Um, yeah, you guys have to know everything. You, you have to know, you know, diesel, gas, uh, hydraulics, uh, uh, electrical, uh, two-stroke, four-stroke, everything. I mean, you're working on the carts. Um, some of you guys are out mowing in the mornings, you know, um, and it's, it's a thankless job. It really is. Um, sometimes even on the higher end of the, the pay scale, too, so. Um, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep your heads down. Uh, that's, that's what pulling weeds is there for. That's what obviously Trent and real turf techs is there for. And myself. Y yeah. I'm a factory rep from a grinding company, but, um, I see a little bit of my father and, and all of you guys and these, me these mechanics, I see a little bit of myself. And so 
obviously if you guys succeed, you know, obviously we as a, a grinding company succeed, but the industry as a whole, more importantly, uh, will succeed. It will continue to grow. People don't even know you guys exist. They don't know the position exists. Um, and that's, that's what I really want to work on changing. Um, all of you guys out there in the real turf text community, uh, every single episode I've listened to, I'm pretty sure uh, like 95% of you guys didn't even know the position existed, found it on accident and could not be happier now that you're here. So, um, I want to continue that, but also make it easier for you guys, for, for guys who don't know that they're going to love this industry yet. I'm included in that, that group. I didn't know I would love this place. Um, they don't know they're going to be equipment managers yet, but let's make it easier for them to find that. Um, and that's what, you know, we're working on with the podcasts, with you guys, uh, pulling weeds. Can't thank you guys enough, Alan. Well, thank uh, and you. obviously Trent, yeah, Trent's crushing it. Uh, and I'm just here having fun, dude. I get to steal all these great ideas and knowledge and info from all the, the techs out there. Yeah. Um, and I'm just, trying to, you know, put all those cheat codes into one thing and, and share it with everybody else. <laughs> I think my favorite part is, is getting into the tech side world, the, the technician side, uh, is when Trent asked them what, what they fabricate, you know? Yes. That, that's yes. always amazing to me. So, well, thank yeah. you, man. You know, I, I, I know you got to grind. Uh, you got to get back to the grind literally. And no problem. Dude. But I did want to say thank you for introducing us and, and helping all this come together and, and hope you're doing well. Of course, man. No, no problem. Happy to do it. And thank you, Alan. Thank you, Krieger. Uh, thank you, Trent, uh, for everything you guys are doing. And, uh, like I've said a bunch, this is just the beginning and the snowballs at the top of the mountain, baby. Let's keep it going. I hear you. Well, be careful with D Wayne, my man. I will. I'll try to keep him at bay. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Well, hey, everyone. Um, it's a brand new year, uh, and we're pretty excited. I think uh, there's a lot of fun stuff that's been going on through COVID in 2021 that's um, going to roll us into this year. And one of the highlights for us last year was conference and show. Big Al and I got to go down, and um, as always, I get to slide over to our TTAC, which is the Turf Equipment Technicians of the Carolinas conference that goes on simultaneously with ours, and um, had the opportunity to uh, meet a young man named Trent Manning. And so here we are today with none other than Trent. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming over. Thank you so much for having me here. How long did it take you to get here? Two hours and 15 minutes. And you were two hours and 11 minutes early? Yes. Yeah, pretty much about about that much. He reminds me of a golf course superintendent, man. Every time you say registration's at 9, you got to be set up at 7.30 because that's when they're going to start showing up. Yeah. Because they've already been up all morning. But anyway, so hey, um, we're going to jump right in. We're going to share a little bit of time with uh, Trent this morning because he has his own podcast that's that right. um, has caught some attention here. I was listening to it this morning, John Murray's episode. Oh, awesome. I think I, does he still make guitars? Yes. Okay, I think I may need Who's to, John Murray? It's his guy from Virginia. He just, his last Where's interview. he? Virginia. Which he, club? He's um, two courses. Two courses. I can't remember the names, but he, yeah, I, I can't remember. What I found really interesting about that we'll is how, that back in later, folks. How he, he services two clubs, mm-hmm. but on, like so if you would work at Smithfields you go there every morning then you would go to other course in the afternoon yeah well he switches two days a week so he can get some face time he goes two mornings to the other facility oh that's great yeah it was good so it's not all afternoons at one place basically correct he needed yeah you can kind of mix it up a little bit and I think one place had an assistant who took care of the equipment along nice. with him so so what's the name of the podcast there Trent 
Real Turf Techs. Found on all platforms, just like the rest of them. Yep, Spotify, Apple, anywhere you get your podcast. And you've got the uh, Twitter handle to accompany that too, right? That's correct. We're yeah. always on the Twitter machine. The Twitter machine, I love that. It seems like it's become such a an actual verbiage that's appropriate, right? Like it's become such a machine. It's almost a part of our daily regimen. I'm glad we have Big Al on our team so I don't have to look at it every day. But I noticed you get in those Twitter spaces, Kaminsky's Twitter spaces. I did the last two. I logged in yesterday and you were in there, surprised me. Yeah, I jumped on the other day. I think it's like Twitter's version of Clubhouse almost, but all the turf Twitter people haven't been invited to Clubhouse yet. So it's really, you know. What's Clubhouse? It's another social media app. Are you are you on Clubhouse? No, I'm not on Clubhouse. But you're familiar with it? I'm familiar with it, yeah. It, it's basically like Twitter spaces. It, it's They've had a ton of like celebrity drop-ins. So like they'll do a topic on... You name it, sustainability, for instance, and there'll be three hundred people, and it's just a couple people like lecturing or talking back yeah. and forth, just like what's going on with the Kaminsky's deal, right? And you can open up to be invited to speak or whatever, and it's it's grown. I mean, it was a private invitation only type thing to get selected or whatever before you could get into the app. Like you had to be invited by one of the members. Huh. Um, but it's interesting because it seems like it's very similar. It's like Twitter's way of being able to open up. Yeah. For hundreds of people to speak at one time. I did my first one last Sunday. Yeah. Twitter Mike space. was talking about that yesterday morning. And it was awesome. We we're just on there talking, you know, chit chatting, talking about whatever. How long did you go? Hour and a half. Wow. Was I it mean, planned for that long? No. I was kinda of thinking, let's let's do it for an hour and see okay. how see how it goes. And then the next thing I know it's an hour and a half. I'm like, Yeah, Yellowstone's about to come on. <laughs> so I hear you. We gotta go. All right, so give me some background. Yeah, let's 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 do personal stuff real quick. Yeah, oh, man. Since obviously Yellowstone's a great segue there. Where'd you grow up? <laughs> I grew up in a little community called Free Home. Um, super small community. Georgia? Yep, in Georgia. Okay, um, it's about fifty miles north of Atlanta. Uh, it reminds me a lot of right here in Liberty. Okay. On my way up, I was like, man, this is like home. You One know, stoplight town. <laughs> right. Yep. Well, no, we didn't even have a stoplight. Oh, nice. Um, we eventually got a stop sign, and oh, now we do have a red light. Yep. So, did you play? Did you tinker with stuff when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. you always been yeah. mechanically yeah. inclined. Pretty much. Uh, my grandpa was a brick mason, then then started a lawnmower business. Oh, wow! And uh, and when he retired bringing in the old snappers you know engine in the back uh he would get three or four of them rebuild you know make one out of that right so i had that growing up my dad's not super mechanically inclined i like him already yeah he he knew he knew a lot about uh engines equipment i mean he grew up in north alabama and they kind of had to be their own mechanic sure you couldn't pay somebody when you didn't have running water or electricity. You had to fix it. Yeah, you had, you find had a to solution. fix it. Right. Sure. You had to be your own blacksmith. You know, whatever. So I, I kind of grew up that way, and yeah, I loved to tear stuff apart. Nice. And a lot of times I didn't get it back together. But is that still a problem? 
No. Okay. Yeah. No. I figure with job security and all, you guys pretty much need to know how to put everything back together, right? Yeah, I've got a lot better at that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, so did it take you to like a uh, a trade school, like your passion, or what happened? Where'd you go? No. So High school, college? Did you do any? Where'd, where'd you, how's the path? How'd you end up where you are? So high school, had a good friend in high school, and so I'm 16, right? Just now? Got my, no. Oh, okay. No, at the time, I'm still in high school. This is uh, whatever. I don't see any gray hair compared yeah. to us. So I mean, Well, me, not compared God, to y'all. But. What do you have, like three now, Alan? I got some. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> um, anyway, friend in high school. He knew the mechanic that worked at Sutton Down Creek Golf Club. And I'm 16 years old. I got my driver's license. And I know y'all might get to this question about the car. Drop it. Um, yeah. 1987 Buick Regal. <sighs> Style I'm, and class. I'm just envisioning that tan or that brownish color. No? No, this was gray. Mm. Gray. Oh, Love smoke it. gray. Yeah. Be- it. Beautiful car. <laughs> yeah. But growing up as a redneck, that was not a cool car to have. You know, <laughs> all my right. friends had a truck. Okay. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so, and I was a pickup truck kind of guy myself. So I was, uh, my first summer working at the golf course, I made enough money to buy my first truck. Nice. Do you still have and it? What truck was that? It was a Toyota. What was it? Did you take the front T and O off and the T and A just have yo on no, the back? Okay. No, no, no. I wasn't that cool, Alan. <laughs> you did have some 33-inch motors on it, though, didn't no, you? No, thir- 3150s. That's, you know, I was working at a golf course, dude, okay, okay, making okay. six fifty an hour. Sure, sure. Working on maintenance or as a mechanic? No, working maintenance. Okay, so just I just started on labor. the crew, mowing greens, fly mowing, raking bunkers, all that. Send you out with a weed eater all day long. Did you break anything back then? Oh yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like that you would have to fix now. I don't. Let me tell you a quick story. It was Please. great. So I don't remember. This was probably ninety six, ninety seven. We had a Toro four fifty D. Y'all familiar with that mower at all? I no. bet it's red. Other than that, yeah, no. it, it, yeah. it is red. I'm glad you said it was a mower. Um, <laughs> yeah. So is that a sprayer? The, what is it, a fairway unit? Rough unit? Well, it was a. We used it as a fairway unit. Okay. It had thirty inch cutting units. Okay. And there was two in the front that come up like this. There was one in the center, and then two more in the back. So okay. it's a live gang. Wow. Is real mower. Real mower. I don't yes. think I've ever seen And that's that. what we used to mow fairways with. But we had air-fied all our fairways, and we were using this machine to chop plugs up. Okay. Okay? And I'm coming uh, down 18. It come up a thunderstorm. So I'm hauling, trying to get back to the shop as fast as I can. And it steers in the back, like most fairway mowers do. Right. Okay. Going down this hill, I let I got I got a little panic, so I let off of the accelerator. You know, it's a hydrostat. So anyway, I let off. Wheels come up. I need to turn left. It's not turning, so I turned some more. <laughs> and when the wheels hit, I really turned. Mm-hmm. So the you know wheels come down in the back. I turn off. I go down this hill. It rolls over two oh, times. Jeez. Oh, you seat belted in, I'm assuming? No, no, no. I, I, was, I went off, yeah. Okay. Um, little puncture wound behind the leg. Mm. And uh, it lands upright. And it's still running. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, it's smoking, smoke bowling out <laughs> everywhere. And uh, 
lucky that I didn't die. So I go over there, I turn it off, <laughs> and I start walking back to the shop, you know, I mean, just pouring down rain. So I get there, and uh, Courtney Young, he's the director of agronomy. He was a superintendent at the time. He said, where's the 450? I said, it's on 18, man. I said, I rolled it. He said, you rolled the 450. <laughs> I said, twice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just couldn't believe it. Man. Um, but, yeah, we had, so Larry Freeman was our mechanic. He had it back going in a couple of days. Really? That's great. Straighten it back out, you know, because the reels are all bent up. Did, they get, what, did you have a nickname after that or anything? No, I no. Did, that did not spawn a nickname. No, wow. two rolls tumbler. I don't yeah, know. Crash. Two rolls. I don't know. Yeah, that's what we call a guy who has to go to the bathroom a lot in the woods. He carries two rolls with him. He's a deer hunter. <laughs> so, how all right. So, wait a minute. I think I have picked up on something. Go ahead. Okay. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I just want to know how he transitioned from general labor to into the uh, equipment side. No, that's perfect because I got the same question. It sounds like you hadn't left there. What? No. So. This is my second tour. Okay. There I think he's going to answer both questions then. Gotcha. Yeah. So I was there 95 to 02. Then I went to build sports fields. Then I went to a company as their mechanic that built uh, golf courses. Which one? Forefront Construction. Okay. Rick Frankie. And then after that, I went to work for Ricky Bobby's cousin. I was thinking Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I went to work for uh, Jerry Pate as a ah. mobile mechanic. And so when you were at Ainsley the first time, you were just crew the whole time, or did you get no. into the shop to mechanic a little bit then too? Or uh, So my first two years, I was still in high school, so I was just on the crew. My first summer there, they needed irrigation tech. I said, okay, I'll do that. So I've done that for about six months, and then our assistant mechanic left. And I'd always been bugging the head mechanic at the time, Larry. Every time I'd walk by, like, hey, what are you working on? You know, how's that work? And uh, they offered me a job as assistant mechanic. Did that for about three years, and then Larry left. And I was the head guy at whatever, 19, 20 years old. And I thought I knew everything. I didn't. No. Yeah, I've been guilty of that myself. Right. So, uh Anyway, it was kind of interesting. So I leave in 02, and Larry came back as the head mechanic. Really? And, uh, yeah. Huh. So is so Courtney, been there 33 years. Yeah. He's had three mechanics. Me, Larry Freeman, and Lenny Day. And that was before y'all too. Yeah. It was, uh, another kind of funny story. So Lenny was the head mechanic. Course opened in 88, and that's Courtney's first mechanic. And Larry had retired from GM, and he just loved to play golf, and he just working on the crew. And Courtney found out, I was like, oh, you can kind of turn wrenches. And Lenny uh, didn't have the best work ethic. Um, so Courtney asked Larry if he wanted to be a system mechanic. Larry's like, yeah. So he rolls in this Mac toolbox that's 10 foot long, <laughs> you know, biggest toolbox you ever seen. Right next to Lenny's little bitty toolbox. Really? Like, All right, I'm going to be your assistant now. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so that didn't last too long. Bring your own toolbox. I got so many questions for you. Bring it. Do you have a big toolbox? (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. You know what I'm saying? Like, want the drawers and all that? Like, do you have a. (laughs) Yeah. What else? I mean. 
Yeah. I thought the agronomy questions were going to be bad. Oh, no, you this wait. Is, this is pretty good. I've been sitting here brainstorming. All right, all right, I'm ready. Keep yeah. going. I'm going to just My watch toolbox this. has drawers. No, but I'm saying you, right you there. have one of those big. You got pads underneath it in each no. drawer, too, so they don't go clank when you drop yes. stuff in. So Larry's toolbox, this big-ass toolbox That's he yours. rolled in, I bought it. Oh, did you? Oh, he didn't just, like, N-O-2. gift it to you? No, no. Did you get a good deal? I bought it. Yeah, I got a good deal. Do you? You, have you a, don't even want to know what those things cost down. I know. That's why my next question. Do you have a tool purchasing problem? Like do you, like me, I can all, there's something I always want gear wise. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, isn't it? I'm a tool junkie with hoarding tendencies. Is there like you. an antique tool market that you're into too? Do you have like a Phillips head circa 1812 no. or something from no, France or anything like no, that? Nothing okay. crazy like that. Gotcha. I do got a set of brass sockets. Wouldn't they what? be a little soft? Well, it's for working on uh, like gas pumps and that kind of stuff. Nice. Spark situation. Really? Yeah. I don't know that I've ever used them, but I got them just in case the day huh. comes. You don't want to spark when you're working around gas, Alan. That makes sense. I'd never that one considered that. caught that one. I like that. I like that. I like that. Fire. Not good. Fire. No, no not good. No, no, Fire. No, no. Gas. No. It's a podcast. Mm-hmm. What was the inspiration there? How do you? Well, can't you buy trinkets of that kind of stuff now and y'all like swap? trinkets i'm sorry maybe that's the wrong word electrical equipment like supplies now instead of his tool yeah. fetish can't y'all like start swapping oh. mics or something like absolutely hey, Al, let me try this one and you get that one and we'll do this and right no no we're okay. not swapping equipment okay. uh so how how did you get started with your podcast so first i guess i started consuming podcasts yeah. and thought yeah i like this i like what i'm hearing why don't we have one of these for mechanics Equipment managers, turf technicians. Yeah. What's the best term? Please help help us all. I don't. That's a really good question. Because I've seen in print, it's EMs. Yeah, EM equipment manager. Right, and some guys the, like to be called a mechanic. Some people want to be called a technician. Is there is there a, is there a, a, term? a PC term? How about what term is derogatory? Oh yeah, grease monkey. Grease monkey. Yeah, yeah. grease yeah. monkey. Okay, wrench turner. Yeah, yeah. wrench thrower. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you ever Depending have a mechanic named Rich Turner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good little bit there. I yeah. mean, that'd be pretty funny, especially yeah. if you live down south. I mean, you could just call him that all day long. Oh, yeah. But I, don't, anyway. I mean, personally, I like being called a mechanic. Yeah, mechanic. you know what that is. You know what a mechanic is. If you say technician, you could be any kind of technician. And is right. EM kind of more of a, I don't know if newer or newish or more. Uh, what's the right word? Up to date term. Yeah, because that's the I classification mean, system that GCSAA yeah. went with was an equipment manager. Yes, classification. That's, that's the official. Okay, designation for gotcha. what we do. So we wouldn't be out of line ever if we said EMs. No, no. we're not stereotyping no. or no. saying the wrong good, thing. Good. Okay, cool. No, okay. that's definitely that was one. That was one thing I did want to clear up today. I'm glad that kind of came up. I'd been thinking about that before. Equipment manager is the industry standard right okay. now. All right, all right. Yeah. So, so we got the OGEM here today, Trent. Well, we're talking about the, his podcast, and I agree there was nothing for equipment manager or techs. No, was there? No, no, yeah. no podcast at all. And I didn't know anything about doing a podcast. That's what I was going to ask. Are you a technical guy? Like when it comes to this type of stuff, videos? Do you do all that kind no, of? Right. I've never done any no of drone. That stuff. You don't own a drone. Don't own a drone. So you um, jumped in. Just, right. I mean, I pretty much got. You got off. an iPhone or something? Or you still got a flip phone? 
You deserve that. That's great. But you're pumping out an episode a week too, right? Yep. What are you thinking? That's what I'm saying. That's that's a lot. What were you thinking? I wasn't thinking. That's the problem. I wasn't thinking. (laughs) So originally I said, I'm going to do it every other week. And I put out three episodes out of the gate. I waited two weeks, put out another episode. And everybody on the Twitter machine, which I stole that from you, by the way, Twitter machine. I stole it from Rob Daniel, so (laughs) i got to give credit where it's due. Yeah, Yeah, Rob started calling it that. Um, Everybody said, why don't you do one of these every week? And I had some in the can, so I said, let's do it. As long if you stay ahead, you'll be okay. But it's tough. How the hell can you get ahead, though, doing one? I mean, it's almost like you got to spend your day off one day doing nothing but recording. Pretty much. Or well, editing. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the recordings are close to an hour. And yeah. then an hour or two to edit. You got kids? Yeah. Got do they kids. do the editing? No. I know. That's a good idea, though. How old are your children? 13 and 17. Okay. Yeah, you can get oh. them on it. Yeah, yeah. That's Are they turning wrenches like anywhere? No, not okay. yet. Um, the littlest one, the thirteen-year-old. That? That's an activity. I didn't. Call, I just asked if they were turning wrenches. <laughs> that's an activity. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't call them a, a name, but they—they're not into it. No. Okay. No. The little one, uh, you know, especially when she was even younger, she, she was my helper in the yeah. shop. She liked getting dirty and. Um, I don't remember. She was probably like third grade, and I rebuilt a air compressor, uh, replaced the pistons in it, and all that stuff. And she said, "Dad, you think anybody in my class knows how to do this?" I'm like, "No, no honey, <laughs> no, <laughs> not even close." That's great. I know I'm jumping around here. We'll get back to the podcast. Did you go to trade school for this? No. I okay. Did not. So you can open up one of those little manuals that has all the instructions, and that's how you do fix something you never worked on before. Correct? Yeah. That or the, I mean, don't, say I don't, it. don't do it. I you're not te- gonna say it. I just tear it apart. Okay, I thought you were gonna say you YouTubed it. No, uh, no, no, no. God dang! No. I was like, man, tell but me that's, that's no. like a, a passe thing in your industry. Like, no, like, you but know you, what I mean? Like, man, you that's just you don't you don't watch YouTube. You either read the manual or you tear it apart. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm more of a tear it apart stance, guy. You know what I mean? Uh, if I'm working on something at the house, like the refrigerator or something yeah i might go to youtube oh yeah yeah, yeah. something yeah. out of your right purview. out of, my out of your house. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. what right. your comfort zone is yeah we I, angle i watched the youtube video to install a winch on my four-wheeler i do but, stuff from my car on youtube but so <laughs> <laughs> and it's still running for that <laughs> uh have you ever taken something apart and put it back together and had to be like oh where'd this go like an extra piece left yeah, I've okay. done it. Okay. Yeah. Do you just leave the piece and no, see if it goes? No, I take it back apart. That's <laughs> one. I mean, that's one of my pet peeves that I cannot stand. If there is one bolt, just and what will really mess you up is you take this machine apart, whatever it is, and you got a hundred pieces on your workbench. You put it all back together, and there's one bolt laying there. I'll beat my head against the wall trying to find this one bolt, and come to find out, somebody walked through the shop and threw an extra no. bolt over there. Yeah. That's happened. Yeah, that's happened. That's the meanest thing I've heard. Yeah, it is really mean. Ooh. But yeah, I keep looking if at it. Now it. intentional or not? I don't think it was intentional. God, I, I think start it just carrying got... a handful of screws or <laughs> bolts around. And then when I go visit y'all and look uh, where there's a rebuild station and just sprinkle a damn hex nut here and there. Oh yeah, that yeah, would, so it would drive us crazy. What a prank! Okay, we might need to edit this whole thing out. Can I ask? 
without making anybody upset, your least favorite thing to work on? Maybe it's an old piece of equipment that's not manufactured anymore that nobody will get mad about if you say it. <laughs> you know, I see you're worried about manufacturers now. Right. Well, that's the old piece of... <laughs> yeah. Blink, blink, blink. I would say Toro 216. Okay. Which was a triplex, like trim mower, surround mower. The reels were belt-driven. This was, you know, early 90s okay. when it was out. I mean, I guess it came out probably in the late 80s. So they're probably not any more of those around. Yeah. What are they yeah. driven by now? Hydraulics? Yeah. Hydraulic. Everything? Yeah. Okay. Direct drive hydraulic right on the reel. Gotcha. I'd say you've probably seen some good improvements overall in equipment during your tenure. Oh, yeah. I mean, equipment has advanced a lot because you went from a belt-driven reel to hydraulic-driven reel, and now with computer control, you can control the frequency of clip, so how fast that reel's spinning uh-huh. versus ground speed. Do you uh? Do you, you like understand that, that or do you just I just fly right? No, I understand what he's saying. Right, I got you. But I'm curious. Do you like the ideal six thousand or the peerless seven thousand better? I'm not an ideal guy. You're not. No. I can't wait for the eight thousand series. Whatever's coming out then, the fantastic no, let's, eight thousand. Let's have this conversation. Okay. I learned about this. So there's just like with mowers, right? Like you know, there's red, green, yeah. and orange, right? Mm-hmm. Tell them about the grinders. Well, there's green blue uh, and orange and the okay. green one is foley which is what you like no yeah that's yeah what i've, you, I've been what a, you choose or you but, use right i've been a foley guy for a long time and then the next one is blue which is the peerless yeah. ideal SIP. sip sip okay and then the last one is bernhardt that's british correct yeah. Yeah. english yeah english started in the uk but been over here for a long time correct and they're still manufactured overseas right far as i know yeah yeah okay so that's interesting fair. we can have that so right what's the name of your grinder 653 real grinder okay and is then that the better bet- than the 652 yes was there a 652 yeah there was a 652 do those numbers mean anything like six foot long like no. that's five whatever reels at a time etc no, nothing fancy like that but so originally at setting down i well originally i had i don't even know what the number was an old Foley, and uh, not my favorite piece of equipment. And then we got a 650, which was like a 95 model. And then we kept it until probably 2018, and I got the 653. What do you, you skipped over to one and the two. Yeah. What do you do with the old one? Sell it to another club? Trade yeah. it in? Mm-hmm. Trade okay. it in or sell it somewhere else. Yeah. Don't use it for all those times when you're just doing top dressing sand work and all that crap. No. Tim, no. Tim might could use one for his lawnmower blades. He's got a nah. real mower, don't you? No, he? I don't. Oh. I've got a rotary mower. Okay. Pro Stripe, I remember you telling me. Oh, yeah. 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 Don't get him started. I did see Honda just came out with one or had one that I wasn't aware of. It's its huh. competitor that um, I think it was Brian Dunn that I saw from over in England. At, I think he's at a Dare Castle or Dare Manor maybe. One of those places, but he got delivery one, and I saw a picture he put this morning that had some stripes on. I was like, "Hmm, Honda got a rotary with a uh, roller drive in the back now." That'd be hard to beat. GTX or something, maybe. Hmm. Sounded so, more like a four wheeler. How Bob do you, a strong machine? How do you book your guests? Do you reach out to them? They reach out to you. Both. Is it hard convincing people sometimes? No, I really. 
I haven't had anybody tell me no. Okay. I've had some guys say, I don't have time right now. Yeah. And which is understandable. Right. You doing yeah. phone calls on most of them? Zoom. Zoom. Do them all record on Zoom. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, are you going to run out of guests? You know, I've, I mean, 52 not, a year, dude. I mean, how many you're, guys? You're are not gonna... the first person to ask that. So let's look at some numbers. In the United States, there's 18,000 golf courses, right? 15 and a half, but we'll go 18 for conversation. <laughs> Is it 15 and a half? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. 15 and a half thousand. Not all those have mechanics. Okay. But at least half of them do. So you're not even looking at like membership bases of like the Georgia superintendents or the GGCSA or any of that. I mean, you're just talking about guys on a golf course. Yeah. I'm going to get you on. I want to talk to you. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have to know the guy or is no. it going to be like a golf course that you've just heard of and you're going to call and, Hey man, it's, it's, it's Elkstone point. Montana's number one place that we've all heard of. I'm just going to call out there and get a hold of the dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's what. I mean, podcast cold calling. Yeah. Who the thunk? Alan won't do that. He's scared. He's like, that's he makes me true. call first. That's not true. He's either. like, no, will you call first? Man, I don't know that guy. I'm not going to call. That's just not, kidding. Yeah. And he shouldn't have to. I mean, ours are, but that's I what, mean, we do know most of them or have some relationship just from being a member. Right, right, right. That's well, what, and most of the people that I either know through Twitter or know personally, or they reach out to me and say, I'd love to be on. Oh, that's awesome. And, that's how it's been so far. How much time is it taking you? Are we allowed to ask that question? Is Courtney going to listen to this? He said well, that. No, I do this on my own time. And Courtney's cool as a fan. So. He is. Um, he is. I bet he's pretty proud of what you're doing. Yeah, no, he is. He should yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. He is. He gets it. I mean, but, he's a little bit more forward thinking than most guys, I would think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, if you're sitting at the table with Courtney, you're not the smartest person sitting at the table. Yeah, that's always for sure. Yeah, um, but to answer your question, about four hours an episode, I think is what I got in it. So you are heading up San Diego? Yeah, I'll be in San Diego. I'm teaching, I think, four different seminars. Are you really out there? Yeah. Where were you in terms of the EM certification program? Were you one of the first five to get it done? What first ever? Um, or did you help write it? Like, I help. I help write with, it with. Uh, with Eric. Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Duncanson? Eric. Yeah, Eric. Eric Duncanson. I can't even <laughs> say it right. Eric Scott. Alan. Well, I'm curious. Hector. He's a good dude. Hector? No, Eric. I know. I'm talking about Hector now. No, Are we Hector? done doing Eric imitations? No, Eric's a Carolinas guy. Okay. We'd rather talk about him than some guy who's got a shop out there that we don't know. I was going to say, maybe we can set up a boxing match. With Eric and Hector? Or I wouldn't box any mechanic that I. Well, no, there's a few in the Carolinas I might. Oh, really? Who there's would a few you? I might put up against him now that I think about it. Hold on now. Hold on now. There's a couple. That's, I think John uh, could take him. I got Musgrove. one for you, Alan. Okay. So I've had Hector on the podcast. Right. And I've had uh, Joe Morea. Okay. Which Joe's one of your guys, T-Tac guy. Yep. Up in uh, Cashers or somewhere around there. Lake Toxaway. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, both of them were high school wrestlers. Okay. So there we go. I said we need to have a cage match wow. between y'all two. I'm in. We'll get <laughs> but it that's set like up. Like Greco Roman, like that might be interesting to see them apply like actual wrestling skills to like uh, what we, they've seen on MMA growing up and right, put them right. in a cage. And we'll like, have it choreographed. 
No, it's not choreographed, but it's like points. You know what I mean? Like that's the wrestling they did. Yeah, I'm talking about wrestling. Yeah, you're talking about wrestling. (laughs) Putting on a show for the people. There's no E in what you're talking about. No, no, that's wrestling. Do you ever? Do you grow up and watching wrestling? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, big Sting fan. Yeah, when I was a kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sting. Do you ever paint your face? No, no, didn't go that crazy. (laughs) Can I tell you, my adult sister still does that at like games. Oh really? Yeah, some hockey team. Them yeah. people are crazy. Yeah. yeah, hockey fans are. You playing sports growing up? Football. Football. Yeah. You still play? No. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Trying to think of some more questions that won't get them in trouble. Oh yeah, no. like the worst tools out there. Oh yeah, what is? What's what's the difference between like the standard and the metric thing in y'all's realm? Is it like a pain in the ass? Like, yeah. To have different. Like who makes what? Are they all? Like, does John Deere and Toro, they're American-made, so they're using... No, so this is a frustrating thing. Let it out, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I get gotta, it out. I gotta get we it need out. to know So, this. John Deere, for the most part now, is metric, which is pretty nice. Okay, so if, metric is good. Yeah. Well, I don't care what it is, long as it's the same. Throughout the piece of equipment. Yeah. So, the worst thing or you the can brand. do... You want it consistent with the brand or the right. piece of equipment, or both? Both. Okay. I mean, it's nice if it's... Like with John Deere, it's the brand. Okay. And most everything that's going to be metric. You know, made in the last 10 years is going to be metric. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. But yeah, when you have a 14 millimeter and a 9 sixteenths, they're close, but they're not the same. On the same machine. On the same machine. Really? Yeah. And exactly. Who would do that? I don't know. (laughs) My bad. I mean, does not anybody talk to production or design or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Have, has has Toro or John Deere ever asked you or any of your peers to come what's the to their plants and like get involved with the R and D side and all that? Not that I know of. Don't what? they do a class though for mechanics for like a week or something? Yeah, yeah. Minneapolis. Have you ever been to that? I've not been to Minneapolis. I've been to the Pete John Deere Blake. one. Yeah, the one. In... Is it in Moline? No, it's here. They do one here. North North Carolina. Carolina. I got you. What's yeah. the odds that they just did some bad ordering that year and had 50,000 extra screws laying around and said, let's put these in there? Well, and that's very possible. Okay. And maybe it does come down to uh, the budgeting or whatever. Yeah. It was cheaper to buy American this year and <laughs> cheaper to buy metric next year. I don't know. That's interesting. Wow. So what does Toro have? Uh, Toro mostly is metric. Okay. They do have standard stuff on Jake. there. It's probably got to be metric now. It's uh, being made overseas again. Honestly, right? I haven't worked on Jake in yeah. probably 10 years. Okay. So I can't speak for them. Do members ever bring you things? Yeah. 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 What do you, what's your feeling on that? Like, get out of my face or I'm happy to help? Let, let me tell you a bad story. Okay. Y'all all right for a, I mean, it's not a terrible story. Oh, no. We're so, here for all yeah. stories. So, uh, great. yeah, the superintendent uh, says, yeah, he'll work on your weed eater. <laughs> so... Member, bring, member brings the weed eater Just down. for the record, I've been that guy at three different local upstate shops with superintendents. But go ahead, tell your story, because I know where this is going without even knowing the machine. Yeah. So, guy brings the weed eater. I work on the weed eater. I, don't, I replace. I don't remember what it was. I replace. But I remember the part was $18 for the part. So, I buy the part out of my pocket, put it on the machine, give it to the member. He's like, how much do I owe you? I said, well, the part was 18 bucks. He said, okay, here's your 20. Keep the change. Very gener- generous man. Yeah, very generous man. <laughs> so I made sure to tell the superintendent, 
no never more. again, buddy. No more. Right. Okay, well, I don't feel so bad because I do at least repay parts with like a case of beer or a 12 pack or something that goes with it. You know what I mean? Like I right. ask, you know, like what's appropriate here, you know? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I'm not yeah, even, cool. I'm taking their time. You know right. what I mean? Well, yeah, uh, so I had a, a neighbor one time. He says, Will you airify my yard? Wow. I was like, Yeah. He says, Do you want a six pack or a 12 pack? <laughs> I said, I'm airifying your yard. Give me a 12-pack. Yeah. Actually, that would be a case. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. It's funny you say that because I'm thinking about doing some painting this fall. Okay. And I'm I'm waiting for the first neighbor to come ask, you know, will oh, you yeah. do that or how much uh-huh. would that be? And I think I'm just going to, like, make it just stupid outrageous where they won't ever ask me again. That's probably a smart Yeah, decision. that probably is a smart move. You know, I'm thinking it's about 800 in application. I saw on Twitter, <laughs> endurance. You can do. I need that wheel, not the wheel, but you can get their. You can become their painter, like your own side business. I I don't have Trent Manning kind of time, dude. I if know. I got that kind of time, I'm sitting in the woods until the first of the year. I'm just. I I'm know. sorry, but I know. No, 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 no. I want to do mine so it looks good, and then I think it would stripe up if it was painted, right? Yeah. Maybe no, it would not no, stripe no. up. Not Do you like, think that if no, but I mean, you could stripe dormant, right? That's like a big owl question. Yeah, a little bit. But I'm saying, I mean, you see the stripes in dormant That's grass, right? A little bit, yeah. So I mean, it would show some, yeah, or would you would, think the paint would overshadow the striping? It could overshadow the okay. striping. Depends on how reflective the paint is. Is that your yard? Yeah. So I, I got some. So those all those little spray bottles. No, 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 no. Uh, you get a five-gallon tote? I got a gallon of Millican. And so I started putting it down. And a fellow superintendent says, that looks a little bluish. And I said, and it's really, it's not paint. It's the chemical you put in the tank to show where it's spray. Yeah. It's the marking. Uh, yeah, but I was, I was committed at that point. I had to do that whole one little area. <laughs> With a two-gallon sprayer, man, it took me nice. a couple hours. Pumping it, too? Oh, yeah. And and where the hose attached, it, it, it's finicky. You can lose pressure in a heartbeat. What's the best way for you to apply paint to small areas? He doesn't do paint, do you? Yeah, you guys don't, don't paint at your place. We paint greens, and we use a Just commercial. A big boom. No, we use a commercial paint sprayer. Just like you paint your house with, like a Wagner power sprayer. Well, no, a little <laughs> fancier than that. The the Graco. Okay. <laughs> yeah, airless. What do you mean? You remember those commercials? Yeah, when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. paint the whole house. I mean, I always wanted one. Dude, we moved so many times growing up. I'm like, man, we got to paint that. I was like, Can we not get one of those? Yeah. <laughs> so, what activity? So, wait a minute. Hold on. Okay. How big are those things? I mean, five gallon? Well, yeah, we'll use them with a five gallon pail of paint you stick the suction down in there and feed water out. in no you just you're spraying the paint you're not i thought you had to mix it like don't you have to dilute the paint in the water yeah yeah, yeah. i think there is a ratio that, you spray that you're, you've got it pre-mixed and right, then you're right. putting it in there okay yeah. no i'm just thinking because that would be that's pretty handy yeah one of those is, yeah interesting Man. and i'm sure there's some people up here doing that how many greens do y'all have Twenty-two. Is that big tree still kind of down there on the creek? If you look out the back of the clubhouse, wasn't there just like a big old tree right there on the creek somewhere? I thought there was like a lone oak or something. 
No. You're going to have to come back out. I was about to say, you've been there? Yeah, I caddied for Phil Pendergrass when he was trying to qualify for the U.S. Open. Wait, time out. No, Phil Pendergrass. Yes. This would have been summer of 93. God, I would love to have videotaped that day. Yeah, dude. 93? 93 or 94. U.S. Open qualifier. But you weren't with the association? No. No, I was working in the golf shop in the summer, and I, Phil was still working at Fort Jackson. For everybody, oh, I didn't know that. For everybody who doesn't know, Phil Prendergrass was a golf administrator at SCGA for a while. Who got me hired there. Yeah, wow. Because, so. He's so, an eclectic bird, let's say. I worked in the golf shop, sophomore, freshman and sophomore summers, when I was transferring between Clemson and Kentucky, et cetera, right? So Phil was a pro, so I'd go out and play golf with Phil in the afternoons. Then after I got out of school, came back, was working at a starter marshal yeah. at Fort Jackson after quitting my first job, Phil comes out for lunch one day when he's working at the Golf Association and says, hey, man, what are you doing? Told him I got a degree, what I'd been doing. He's like, you ever thought about raising money for kids to play golf? And I was like, nah. Like a week later, I was working for the Golf Association. What did y'all shoot at the qualifier? Oh, who knows? He didn't make it. Obviously. <laughs> I could have bet, told you that. <laughs> but it was, I think it was a sectional there. Okay. Like, that would have been it, I okay. think. We went from there to the Open. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. Because I think he local qualified, and then that was the sectional. I'll be doggone. Yeah. yeah Drove we, my 86 Honda Accord up there. We host the sectional every other year. Do you really? I just remember it was like on the back end of a newly developed neighborhood at the time. It was like you yeah. kind of went around through this cul-de-sac, down this hill, and, man, it was like, damn, there's this golf course on this creek bottom or whatever. Yeah. All right, so my question was, what activity – that the crew does wears out the equipment where you know when this activity is going to happen you're like uh uh-uh. it's going to be a lot of work afterwards well obviously airification greens top dressing because of the you sand sand into yeah, the yeah, element yeah okay because it's just constant abuse on the on the metal and the cutting units yeah yeah wearing them down does it nick them what happens dulls them I would assume is it almost yeah. like the old flint and steel or flint of the Indians trying to make heads i mean it's the same concept it's just constant friction yes yeah, creating yes yeah, the opposite of sharpening i got gotcha. you huh. yeah with that aggregate going through there all right well here's my dumb question because i'm gonna ask it so the grinder the real grinder right mm-hmm. the real grinder so that's putting a fine edge on the circles that are going around or that's putting an edge on the bed knife both at the so, same time, or there's two different things no, it's going it's two on. different machines. So you got your reel grinder that's okay. spinning the reel, and it usually spins the reel backwards. Okay. And the stone also spins that same direction, and the stone traverses the reel. As and, it spins, the stone goes up and down the... Yeah, up, okay. up and down the reel. And when So when you're grinding a reel, you want to make it sharp, and you want it to make it back into a cylinder. So the reel doesn't wear as a cylinder. You want a perfect circle on the outside like yes. that. Yes, perfect circle. Okay. And then the bed knife, you regrind it. So it's got two faces. you got a front face and a top face, and you're going to regrind those faces. Okay. And you want them sharp? And to bring them back to a point. All right. Where do you – are there different stones to put in your grinders? Like a high-end stone or a cheap stone? Are stones expensive? Diamond-cutting stone. <laughs> right. So, yeah, there is – for the real grinders, they depending on the grinder, you can get different stones. Uh, 
bed knife grinders, most everybody's going to the boron stone. So it just takes away, not necessarily. Alan, it's boron, you moron. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Now that's a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, have to make yeah. a put that on the eye grind line. <laughs> I like that. Oh yeah, man, make it happen. Call them people at Turf T-shirts. Let's get this thing done. So Mike Rollins doesn't get upset. You're not a SIP guy. Y'all, he can get past that. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. He can yeah. get past that, and we're just. I would think Dwayne probably can't get past it. Yeah, Dwayne <laughs> might not be able to get past that, but I don't. A guy that's got an eye. Um, alter ego. I don't know. I know. What do you think? <laughs> now, how long have you known him? Just since he got in a couple of years now? Not even that long. Probably six months. Yeah. I don't. Did y'all meet at Eastlake? Or did you go no, over there? No. The Yeah, I went to Eastlake. The first time I met him was actually at Athletic Club when they were having the ladies. Okay. PGA, or the LPGA event. Gotcha. I met him over there in person for the first time. We talked on the phone a couple of times before that. So, how much off-site tournament sport do you offer during the year? Uh, pretty much just East Lake. Just um, the one a year over yeah, there? Yeah, just the one a year. I was lucky enough I got to go to Belle Reve for the 100th PGA. Nice. For a week. That was awesome working up there. Courtney, always send folks or whenever you can. Yeah. I was usually up to the employee. So, I, I never thought about it on a tournament. They bring in techs too, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh man, because you got all that extra equipment. Right. So, you're right. – that makes sense. I mean, I knew you needed more people for the golf course. Well, that but, and the extra grinder, too, right? I mean, you can be doing more yeah. equipment mm-hmm. at the do same time. Do you grind time. daily for PGA events? How often do you grind in general, a, a, a greens mower? There's no answer for that. Okay. So, you know, it all depends on the con- did you yeah. top dress the day before right. or you're probably grinding. So, let's say no no sands present. Once a week? Once every two weeks? Uh, maybe something like that. Okay. Yeah. Unless you own four sets of reels like some people. <laughs> then it's only once a month, but it's a week long for that month. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sure. at the tour event, do you grind daily? Do they want that perfect? Well, I mean, yeah, you want it perfect, but you're not necessarily grinding daily. Okay. Normally, like, say at East Lake, we would probably grind all the greens mowers on Wednesday before tournament starts, and you're probably not grinding them again. Because you okay. got to think, I mean, those things are, I'm, I don't want to speak for Ralph, but I'm assuming they're locked down pretty good. Like, there's probably not a lot of growth going on No, and that week it, yeah, on yeah. a Bermuda, right? Like, especially <laughs> well, late in the season. And they're getting mowed four times a day. Yeah. So, so I mean, the chances of you – dulling them are less likely right Right. when it's just a small amount of plant material Mm -hmm. that's clean that you're clipping right right all right let's talk hydraulic leaks real quick are those your fault no they're still (laughs) they're still (laughs) prevalent obviously i've I've seen them i've seen a handful this i don't think they happen like they used to but i have seen some this year they've gone to all metric fittings (laughs) there you go (laughs) what does cause that the operator being rugged with the equipment, you know, going from one hole to the other, or it's usually just the hoses deteriorating. Okay, over time, like yeah. around a fitting end or whatever, yeah. where there's more pressure potentially. Well, no, no. Pre- pressure's the same throughout all throughout. The that's that's the yeah. thought process, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, um, but it's not a thought process. It's Pascal's law. Hey, that's what you call putting someone. Oh, okay. Drop Pascal's Law on me. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a first on the podcast, and that will not be getting cut. <laughs> He's like, nah, that's, that's truth. Uh, okay, so then 
why would the hoses deteriorate? The heat, maybe. Heat, photo cool. degradation. Two that come, come to mind. Is that damage from the sun? <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> I, I was able. Did you know what that was? Photo degradation. No, no. That's the second thing I was going to Google. I got to do that law first. I can't even say it. How are you going to spell it? <laughs> spell check. Oh God dang! So when that happens, a leak. Do you mm-hmm. just fix leak? You have to flush out the system and everything. No, just fix it. Okay. Yeah. Fix, fix the leak leaky spot and then refill. Top it off. Yep. When's the last time y'all had one? Man, don't say that. Uh, okay. no. Go ahead. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my bad if that was loud in y'all's ears. But no. Sorry, we had to knock on the table. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I probably shouldn't. That's no, like so those plants of- that have to put up. 1,312 days accident-free, and everybody drives by that sign every morning. I'm like, man, I hope it ain't me today. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, They're not most, very frequent. Most manufacturers say to replace your moving hydraulic hoses every three years. Really? Yeah. Okay. So especially like a fairway mower, the wings that are folding up and down, all, all the hoses go into the cutting units. So is that one of those little like um, – uh, tech tips that y'all share like somebody grabbed the paint pen and said you're going to start putting the date on the outside of the hose when you install it so you know that's actually probably a pretty good idea Tim you need a job <laughs> y'all don't do that well I was just I, I was. I just to, figured you, you you know then you wrote it on there 3-20-12 you know what I mean you knew this we do that on oil filters but I hadn't been doing it on hydraulic hoses otherwise you keep records so you know which piece of equipment is due or yeah, just, yeah. yeah or you could just write on the Hey, can you can, can that make the Twitter machine sometime? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it just for you. Nice. <laughs> Recommended from our podcast. Take yeah. a picture of it, writing the date on the newest yeah. hose. Uh-huh. Wait, wait one can, month. That's, that's the same one where he's taking a picture of the leak that was caused by that hose that had to be replaced, <laughs> where he's got a, the big exclamation, whatever those little uh, blocked out letters are, you, Alan, <laughs> for jinxing the leak. I know. I Y'all know. just got 18 holes, though, right? Yeah. We built... Uh, Short course behind the shop, uh, twenty twenty. Where's the shop? And the shop's just down the hill, kind of behind the driving range. So kind of leftish. If I'm kind of coming down the hill to the golf shop, how I would have remembered, yeah, kind yeah. of like back yep. over on that, mm-hmm. which what I thought would have been like nine or eighteen coming up. No, it's actually on the other side to okay. the right. Yeah, gotcha. <clears throat> man, it's been a while, man. But I yeah. just man something about that place. Because I swear it had like a little, didn't it have like a rocking chair logo then? Oh, yeah. yeah. Still does? Still does. Yeah. Rocking chair. I remember that. It was. It's a special little spot. Yeah. We need to go. Uh, let's go. Do you want to go? Yeah. Maybe we could call Courtney and see we if we can We just follow him home? We'll yeah, just, you can follow me home. Stop no. by Tina's. He don't live at the golf course. We, we, we can work something out. Okay. Are you going Seriously. to the Georgia office too? Yeah, I'm going to stop by and see Tina on our way back. All right, let's just say that could be a first that I'm aware of. Somebody left here and went straight there? No, no. Um, that has visited two association offices in the same day, yeah. other than yeah. an employee. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know anybody who's ever stopped by two superintendent association chapters' offices. And actually, I don't know how many other chapters have offices. <laughs> I don't. I think there's only a handful that actually I don't know. have office space. The, uh, how long have you known Tina? Yeah, I don't A long time. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, Since she's been involved, years at least. That's cool. Yeah. Are you a member of the Georgia chapter? Yeah, I am. That's awesome. Did you go to Jekyll Island? No, unfortunately, I did Man, not. That looked like a good spot. Yeah, those trees and those photos. 
I want to see that. When I was just talking to her, she said over a million lights Oof. down there. It Oof. was pretty impressive. Yeah. Oof. That's a lot of lights. Maybe you can get doll tall like that for our January meeting. You could if you go early. <laughs> <laughs> he came back real quick on that. Yeah, one, I'm so. not. I'm not a Christmas tree light man. We, we had a yeah. guy die in the upstate. Mm. Made the news two days ago, hanging lights. Wow, not worth it. No, no. I mean, yeah. then you, there was some story where I think it's like sixteen hundred people to die a year from hanging Christmas lights across the country. Boy, that's rough. Come here. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't want to do it. Do you, so what do you prefer, metric, or do you care? I don't really care, as long as it's consistent. Yeah. I'll so, like, in your personal tool uh, array, mm-hmm. you've got both sets yeah. of everything. Yeah. you got both sets. And if a person was only going to buy one set, you buy the metric set. Because a lot of times the metric will fit the standard. Even with a little tiny little bit of play, it'll yeah. still work itself. Yeah. It'll work, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a specific tool that you have always wanted your entire life that you've never been able to aspire to get? Or if you need it, you just you make it happen? No, I would say a lathe. Oh, that's man. what I really want. That's, on, that's been on my wish list for a long time. Yeah. And I would probably have one if I had a place to put it in my shop. Okay. I mean, right now we're kind of cramped on room. But yeah, to have a lathe to be able to make anything I wanted to make. All right, we got a question, question from Jim Huntoon. How do you fix stupid? You don't. Exactly, okay. exactly. Do you let guys come in your shop? Are they allowed like to walk in and get anything they need or don't mess with your stuff? My personal stuff, don't touch it. Well, <laughs> and that's in that toolbox of yours, the yeah, Mac yeah. one. Then they, yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah, and then the course owns a box, but... If they come in, we say, what do you need? Yeah. And we'll, we'll get it for you and then make sure you bring this back. What's the biggest, do. biggest wrench you own? You got one like that big? Um, <laughs> no, that's a little one. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I don't, I mean, probably the biggest one is a 24 inch adjustable wrench. It's two feet long. Yeah. Size of your forearm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What does that go on? tractors okay yeah i mean big stuff big <laughs> hydraulic fittings or yeah stuff like that yeah fitting do you like keep pulling one, do you keep one of your car as a weapon those are good weapons no it's too, no it's in the game clue it's well definitely. you keep you keep a weapon in your car for a weapon <laughs> that's that's the way we roll in, in the south let's see i don't have that weapon it's funny i have a baseball bat in the back seat of my car and tim leaving the carolinas night at the beach Said, hey, will you get turf busters? Do you take them back to the hotel? So we piled Ben McGraw, Zach Bauer, Gina Rizzi, and, and Mike Richardson into my car. And Gina goes, why do you have a bat back here? And I said, for protection. Doesn't everybody have a baseball bat in their car? <laughs> no. Just us rednecks from Florence. It's just funny because you you got to get out of the car to use the bat. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, like, you if don't... they roll up to the window, man, that bat ain't getting that. Right. Unless you can... All right, what else we got? We've taken up a lot of his time today. Yep, and we've got the car already. Oh, but we need to talk about other stuff. NASCAR or hunting? No. Well, do you like NASCAR? Not the biggest NASCAR. How about F1? Thing. No. And you don't hunt much, do you? No, I'm a uh, Yeah, we're fine. Fish. We tapped it. Oh. You want to talk fishing? I'll we talk ain't got fishing. that kind of time. Talk fishing. All right, all day here, long. let's go fishing. <laughs> No, no, that's not fishing. What is fishing then? So, 
You go I, offshore? No, bass fishing. Um, mm. I, I fish every week. Um, little pot tournament. Top water? Depends on the time of year. Yeah, it depends on the time of the year. Is oh. it rattle trap time right now? It is rattle trap time. I mean, it's like perfect rattle trap weather right now. Do you get a bunch of Christmas trees and make your own little beds out there after Christmas? Yeah, and uh, I have been known to cut trees down on the lake and put those in too. <laughs> and I've only got fined once. Really? Yeah. You got yeah. caught. Yeah, three hundred and eighty dollars for one tree. What was it? A good one though? Was it worth it? No, we didn't catch any fish out of it. That was the worst part. Oh, God. So you know when we put in a brush pile like that, we normally sink sweet gums. And usually 20 foot, you know, and uh, just one cinder block and the top of it goes straight to the bottom. Did you get caught physically? Like some, uh, DNR rolled up on you? No, it's cell phone cameras. Yeah. Somebody videoed us putting yeah. a tree in from a campground and called yeah. the Corps. So did you realize that there are witnesses when you do things like that? Well, yeah. Now? Now, now there's witnesses. <laughs> And obviously, most of the time we do it after dark. And I was getting ready to say, it seems to me this is a covert type mission we should be doing. Yeah. No, normally it is, but uh, with some cold beer, um, it's like we, a mafia. We got a little cocky, and we go right up there, fire up the chainsaw, <laughs> cut it down, <laughs> drop it right there. Yeah, drop it right there. You got some lady with two little whatever shoo shoo dogs over there, just freaking out as soon as she heard the right. chainsaw yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, Sorry. get the camera out. Right. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Oh, that's oh, funny, that's man. hilarious. Well, no, I was just thinking in terms of podcast to podcast. Like, um, I just want to make sure that we throw out there from the Carolina Superintendents Association how important your role is. Like, the EM, the TT, the whatever, you know, the mechanic, the turf technician, mm -hmm. the equipment manager – like I have the opportunity to go meet a good number of the guys at the TTAC annual meeting. Um, and whenever I get to go to golf shops, I mean, when they're, when they're willing to come out and say hello, I have the opportunity to speak to some of your brethren, but man, big shout out to you guys. Uh, without your equipment manager classification, there would be no product for us to be able to sell to the general public to have an $80 billion business. So, mm -hmm. Kudos to you guys. Thank you for that. And that's what I'm trying to do with my podcast is highlight this career path, highlight the people in this industry turning wrenches and making tall grass shorter because that's all we're doing. I love it. Turning wrenches, making tall grass shorter. Did you get any of his stickers at the conference and show? Nah. Yeah. I may share. have gotten yours back. I, I end up with two somehow. One's uh, on the fridge. I'll give you I got one. some in my pocket. You're okay. in luck. No. Nice. That adhesive's already heated up and ready to be applied. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got some pulling weeds ones for him, too, here that we can carry on. But um, Was there anything we left out, man, you want to mention? Or let's just keep the door open where, man, anything we can do to cross-promote these two, you know? I'd tell everybody – Go take a listen. Real yeah, turf yeah. text. Oh, no doubt. You know, go, go hear what these guys are doing. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to have you on here was to not only, you know, showcase who you guys are, but also your podcast, man. Well, thank you. And I appreciate you all having me. And, I mean, this has been a blast. Too. Well, it yeah. has been fun. I've enjoyed it. And I could ask you stupid questions all day. So we may I have think to we should visit. write them down and have, a, like, a follow-up to this. Like, we should make it a point that on our travels this year, we go meet and talk with mechanics and, like, get all of our stupid questions together and bring them to Trent. Okay. Yeah. Like, 
Trent's, Trent's stupid questions from Tim and Now. That hour. might not be a bad idea. <laughs> Pulling weeds, idiots. Like, is there a difference between like that little star thing that's got like five points and eight points? The torques? Yeah, wrenches? the torques. Are they all five? I think of the, all the. No, they're not all five. <laughs> See? No. Yeah, I had okay. to think about yeah, it. Okay, yeah, all right. But all no. right. Why is it that they use those for deck screws? Just the bit bites better than a Phillips. That's why. Yeah, because the Phillips, how many points does it have? Four. Yeah. And how many of those have we spun through in our lives? Yeah, exactly. Even huh. with a handheld screwdriver. God dang. You used a lot of WD-40? No. No? No. Okay. That's um, bad. I don't, well, no, I don't even have any in the shop. So years ago, I found a product. Actually, Larry, I'm not going to take credit. He found a product. It's called Kroll. Okay. Spell it. So K-R-O-I-L. Kroll. And best penetrating oil there is out there. Is it a hmm. lubricant, too? No. Just a penetrant. <laughs> <laughs> and with that yeah, yeah d- 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 don't be confused it's not a lubricant oh uh, all right why do i just see a picture of durex right now <laughs> i want to go get one of them wagoner paint guns oh my gosh can wagoner. i borrow it wagoner will you come paint my yard when you get it no 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 because somebody's going to have to hold like the sign going down the edge of the sidewalks for the overspray. <laughs> well, Kristen told me Sam was spraying this morning something at the club, spraying the greens. I was like, well, tell him they're not taking the head on over to 129. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got some fungicide in there yeah. for the old Zoysia machine. Yeah. Well, Trent, thank you, man. Yeah, we do no, appreciate it. You. And thank Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Oh, wait, January are we allowed 15th? to say that? Yeah. Oh, pre-recorded. <laughs> we can cut that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, man. And uh, anything we do, let us know. Thank you, all Thank you for listening to Pulling Weeds Off Course. To join the Carolinas GCSA and become a member, visit carolinasgcsa.org or call 1-800-476-4272. Follow us on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds and on Facebook at Pullin' Weeds Podcast.